Hello and welcome to the My Daughter and Me podcast. My name is Stephen. Talk to you for a few minutes now about various different things. And welcome back to the My Daughter and Me podcast. For those of you who didn't listen last week, we just quick reminder of how we set this out. So um, I'm going to run through my top 10 news stories on the BBC website as of this morning. Uh, I live in the uh, reverse order, so from 10 to 1. Um, I get to choose whether she talks about her story by saying sick. So she doesn't want to talk about her story, so it's a uh, And as a quick reminder, she has to talk about three stories. So she has to talk when she says she's got something to say. And then at the very end, what happens at the very end? I get to choose what to talk about. From anything? Yeah. Okay, cool. Right, let's, let's get started. Wait, wait, wait. Can I just check something? On yes. the BBC News, is the like the most important one, the most important story at number one and then the least important at number ten? That's a very good question. It's not to do with what's the oh, most important. It's to do, with, to do with the most read. So the most oh. read is at number one and the least read out of the ten is at number ten. Oh. Okay, so number ten is Richard III Family Church completes a £1.5 million repair schedule. <laughs> Want to talk about that? Nah. Nah, okay. Twist. Uh, number nine, the real people living in a parasite basement. Okay, I'm not sure we should talk about it. Uh, it's a not particularly, uh, it's not particularly savoury, actually. It's pretty, it's pretty scary. Maybe that's not for okay. family consumption. That's okay. <laughs> um, number eight, uh, no EU concessions and Johnson's private fury. Okay. I want to find out what it's about. Okay, so I'm going to go through this very quickly. So something really important happened <clears throat> at 11 o'clock on Friday night. Can you remember what that was? We left the EU. We left the EU. Well, you said that we'll probably be back in again in about 15 years, didn't you? I did, but that's just a guess. I'm not sure that's necessarily going to happen. Well, that's what you said. It's just a guess. Um, so this, this, this story is essentially uh, um, a series of uh, highlights of what all the different newspapers are reporting in terms of Johnson and the responses to uh, the UK leaving the European Union. And, and we're told like here that, that Johnson tells <laughs> the European Union no more concessions. The Prime Minister tomorrow, in his speech tomorrow, will set the tone for an assertive post-Brexit Britain and demand that the European bloc treats the UK as an equal. OK, so what, what Johnson's after there is he's going to say to the uh, he's going to say to the European Union treat us as if we're still part of the European Why? Union when we do trade deals. Well, I don't think that's going to work. Why is that? Well, isn't that basically what Theresa May's plan was? We we still do trade deals, but we're not in the EU again. Yeah. At the moment, so yeah. don't think that's going to work. Because if they rejected Theresa May's plan, then why would they? Why would they not reject? Boris Johnson's, if it's kind of the same. That's a really, it's a really, differently. that's a really good question. Have you, have you ever heard the expression "have your cake and eat it"? No, though I have, I have done that. You have done what? Eaten my cake. Okay, <laughs> so if you have your cake and eat it, it means that you, um, essentially, you get the best of both worlds. Oh, I've eaten my cake. Okay, so in this scenario, what Boris Johnson's hoping for is that he gets all the freedom, or the UK get all the freedom. They won, and then but still get treated like they're in the EU. Yeah, so they get all the all the freedoms and all the benefits 
of not being in the EU yeah. and then still get some of the things that you do get for being in the EU. Do you, do you think that's going to wash? Do you think the EU are going to be up for that? No. <laughs> okay, there's some other stories on Brexit, actually, that we can come back to um, if you choose. So um, that's number eight. Uh, number seven this week, firefighters tackle blaze in London's law district. Mm. I don't know if that's particularly... Um, interesting. I, well, it is interesting in the sense that it's a news story, but there's probably not much we could talk about in terms of okay, twist. topical debate. Twist? Um, yep, sure. Okay, so uh, number six, more Britons are evacuated from the Wuhan um, on a French flight. So this is to do with coronavirus. Yes. So you, you want to, okay, so there's actually the, there's two stories here on the coronavirus. So number one is to do with the coronavirus as well. So perhaps we'll roll these two together. As you'll know, there's a, a, a virus, a, a virus um, spreading through the Wuhan district of China. Um, the first death has occurred from this coronavirus outside China. Uh, it was a man died in the Philippines um, who had been in China. Um, that makes sense. And then. picked up the virus there. Well, let's hopefully no one else dies in the Philippines. Or, or, or anywhere else. Yeah. Um, Britons are being evacuated. So any British citizens who are in the Wuhan district, which is uh, the part of China where the coronavirus is particularly prevalent, they're being uh, evacuated. evacuated. Yeah. So that that's the story, really. Uh, I mean, the, the worry the worry for me, kind of from the outside, it's very and easy to say this, the worry for me, which might bear some talking about, is that what's essentially happening is the Wuhan is being sealed off. But that could stop any cures from being in, like, any, say, if there's a cure, but only one doctor can perform it, and it's a, an American doctor, mm-hmm. how is he going to be able to get in and save all of those people? Well, yeah, exactly. And also, isn't that virus basically really bad flu? Um, the symptoms are very similar to very bad flu, Um if they let people in and out, then someone who, all of the people who, who have the disease can just be sent off somewhere else. Mm, it's interesting, isn't it? But then you also don't want to do that because then more of the population are wiped out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether this is true, but I heard it on the radio that it was spread through animals at this big animal market. Mm. And all of the animals had it. So there were like camels and there were other and dogs and rabbits and cats. Mm. And they were the ones who spread it. I yep. don't know whether that's right or whether that's wrong. Uh, that that is the case with the coronavirus, and partly actually, this is another interesting point. So it's the an- well, don't blame the animals. Obviously, it's not their fault, but it's the animals who are spreading it. Yeah, but it's the way that the animals are kept and the way that they're transported, which means that the disease is really easily passed from one animal to the other because of the disgraceful conditions in which they are forced to so live. So that is kind of two messages. What the are first those one is treat animals better. Second one is. Well, treat animals better, so then less of them die out and less become extinct. Mm-hmm. And then the second message is, if we, if we treat people better, then you won't get ill. True. Okay, should we move on? Yeah. La- to last story? You've got one more story that and you then can I get choose to, from. Then I get to pick any story. Okay, so number five, there's a Democrat who, who says that they regret booing Hillary Clinton at an event. Twist. Okay. Doesn't sound that interesting. Number four, there is empathy for Scotland joining the European Union. So this is the story um, that means that the EU would look to allow Scotland to join if Scotland were to break away from England. Well, not literally break away, but... No. Do you want to talk about that one? Nah. Twist. No. No. Okay. And number three, dozens of koalas found dead after logging. No. No, no, you no. Don't, you don't dead koalas. No, that that's too sad. Okay, 
I, I'm sorry, but that is just too sad to talk about. Okay, so then you've only got one story oh. left that you can talk about here, which is... I don't get to choose this one. We won't take your rules, PM, to tell Brussels. So this is to pick up oh. that same story that perhaps we talked about uh. at the start. <laughs> I'll just tell you some of the things that are, um, that Johnson's saying here. Um, so the the Britain has left the European Union. Well, that's kind of obvious, although nothing's really happened, I don't think. Well, nothing has really happened because <laughs> we're in a kind of transition year in which all the same laws and rules still apply. But um, the next year it will get really... That's when it will happen. Yeah. And so the Prime Minister is going to toughen his stance, as we said earlier today. Um, he is going to... Uh, be, he's understood to be angry about perceived attempts by Brussels to go back on any earlier agreements. Meanwhile, French President Emmanuel Macron has said in an open letter he was deeply sad by Britain's official departure from the EU at 11, 11 o'clock on Friday. Wow. Mm. He says, uh, nor are you becoming detached from France or the friendship of his people. And he also said, Mr Macron wrote that the UK was leaving the EU, not Europe. Yeah, I think this which is a... doesn't really... Well, they're leaving the European Union, which is the trade group, but they're not leaving the continent Europe. Yeah, there's an interesting kind of uh, parallel in terms of how um, the UK leaving the European Union was marked on both sides of the channel. So in Brussels, um, what they did is they ceremoniously took down uh, the British flag from their flagpoles and they folded it up and they said that we're going to put this away for when we need it again. Oh, so that kind of goes back to what you said. Yeah, whereas in Britain people were tearing down the EU flag and setting fire to them. Bru- like Brussels and France, they're saying, OK, we've accepted that you're leaving, we're quite, we're, we don't want you to leave, and uh, we, we're happy to accept that you may want to come back again, so we're just going to keep everything that we have to simplify your, your involvement in the EU, and then maybe if you need it again, you mm-hmm. can use, we can use it. And then people in London are clearly saying, no, we're not going back. We're out, we're out. So what are France and the rest of the European Union suggesting? They're being more open-minded. They're yeah. being a bit, they're accepting the events that have happened. And they're saying, no one can stop what you've chosen to do. I, we're letting you do this, but just feel free to come back whenever you like. How soon is too soon to start asking about a referendum for joining the European Union? Uh, now. <laughs> That's way too soon. Like the second, too soon. Right, now is too soon. I reckon, well, any time this year is probably a bit too soon, because, but next year, fine. So, now we reach the part of the show where either you get to choose something that you wish to talk about. Um, do, you, do you want to talk about um, the Trump impeachment trial? Kind of yeah. check in on that. What, what is going on with it? Because you said they're going to vote on Wednesday. What? Yeah. So, so what is, well, the most interesting thing that's come through the impeachment trial is that the Senate, remember there's 100 senators. You need to get 67 to be able to... Impeach him. Yeah. Exactly Which that. Which is not going to happen. Um, but what they've, des- what they've decided to do is they've decided not to hear witness statements from people who believe that Donald Trump has broken the law. And what's really interesting about that is that they, they're essentially saying that they don't really mind whether he's broken the law or not. 
that oh. it's just important that he stays in power, which is kind of what we were talking about last week. That's quite a serious thing, though. What's quite a serious thing? Because if they don't really mind having a leader who, who's broken the law, then anything could happen. Mm-hmm. A criminal who's just been released from prison could just come and be... could, could come and stand for the next... Uh, American president and no one could stop him if that's what they wanted to do thank you for listening to the My Daughter Me podcast tune in next week for more fun and games